Okay, so uh, I'm going to give you this warning before I read, but I'm going to set, I'm going to try something, and I hope I don't regret this. I'm going to set my um, a timer on my phone after I read, and for five minutes, only people that have not made a comment so far this quarter can comment. And if we have five minutes of silence, that's on you guys, because I've made a comment. Um... So, you can make multiple comments within that five minutes if you haven't made a comment. So, uh, please pay attention as we read because I'm going to enforce that both sections that we read, okay? So, um, if you would stand and let's read the first 14 verses of chapter 21. Again, I'm reading from the NIV. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread and gave it to them. And did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. You may be seated. All right. Timer's on. So, um, 
And if it's been a very long time that you've made, or you, you can think, I've only made one or two comments, I'll accept that as well. I just have to not remember if you've made a comment. Raymond, you're out. And Alan, you're out. Um, yeah, all right. Robert? I just think when Jesus comes up, you know, to him, he goes, friends, after you fish, sounds like it's kind of being humorous. Okay. Right, yeah. I certainly can see you asking me that. If I'm on my boat, hey, did you catch anything? No. Right? Good. The interesting thing about um, that word friend is it is the same word as discipline. Like in Hebrews 12, uh, don't, don't forsake the discipline of the Lord. That's paideia. And it was, it was an endearing term that a father would call his son, my little disciples, the people I discipline, my children. Yeah, Vicki. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, my little disciples, have you caught any fish? All right. What else did somebody notice that it reminds you of anything? You wonder anything. Wilma? Yeah, good, good. And we'll talk more about that uh, in just a minute. Good. Yeah, so he's gonna he's he's gonna target Peter in this. Good. I think I saw another hand. Yes, no. Emery, good. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'll allow it. I don't remember what it was. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Good. Good question. It reminds me of First John two. I'm writing to you, dear children, dear children, dear children, over and over. Yeah, Steve, and then Brenda. Good, yeah. So Luke chapter 5 is where you'll see a similar situation where Jesus says, why don't you try casting out the nets now? And does anybody, this is, anybody can answer this question. Does anybody remember what the result was when he asked them to throw out their nets a second time? Yeah, so full, it was about to capsize the boat and the nets were tearing. This time, no torn nets. But a similar outcome. Brenda? Uh, interesting that 
Right, yeah. Yeah, it was after the nets filled up with fish that they were like, oh, that's Jesus. Right? Good. All right, we only have 30 seconds left. Just time for one more, one more comment. Do you notice anything else? Yeah, Heather. At the the tomb, we see the disciple that um, Jesus loved got there first and just notices, and then we see Peter getting there later and jumping in and see the same thing. Oh, it's the Lord, and Peter just is off like John. Good, yeah. In both cases, John is the one that recognizes uh, and shows up first. All right, we made it. All right, any anybody now have anything you want to point out? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Did you notice that when they got to shore, there were already fish there, and he has to tell them bring some more. Right. Yeah, Raymond. Okay. Good, good. Yeah. Right. So, uh, uh, as Raymond said, a little, maybe a little picture of the garden God provided right there. They showed up and he had... Uh, food for them to eat. What else? What else did you notice? Yeah, Luke. Right. 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 Yeah. He calls him Simon. He doesn't call him Peter. Good. Um, let me piggyback on that. In Luke chapter five, let me just read you. It's only a few verses. Um, if you want to turn Luke chapter five, starting in verse four, um, when he had finished speaking, he said, put into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon said, master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish, their nets began to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they were so full they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Get away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people or you'll become fishers of men. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything and followed him. Let me ask you this. Should they have been fishing in John chapter 21? Yeah, right. 
Um, was it the Sabbath? Good question. Um, I don't know that we know the timing of it. That's, that's, that's a good question. Okay, sure. I was just asking the question. Should they be? Right, yeah. So, so here, and I'll just, instead of trying to fish for an answer here, um, I will, uh, I got Raymond on that one. Um, so, if they were doubtful about whether Jesus was supposed to die, what what the kingdom was supposed to be like, um, if they wondered what what was going if this was going to continue when they saw Jesus risen from the dead an empty tomb, he appeared to them and said, "Yes, it's me." And then they decide to go fishing. I don't know. I'm. I'm wondering if that's what they were supposed to be doing, Ruth. Okay. Yeah, maybe they didn't know what to do. So they're like, hey, I'm just going to go fish. Vicki? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Micah? I don't, I don't want to say they... They can't not fish. They can't ever fish again in their life. But to the point of chapter 20, verse 21, Jesus said to them again, Peace to you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. I I don't think he's sending them to go fish in this instance. So I don't know. Okay, good. Jesse? So it was, right, yeah, so I think Jesse's asking about the timeline of this and how long it would have been. Um, I assume this was before the day of Pentecost, so it would have been no more than 50 days after Jesus was resurrected. So I'm thinking in weeks uh, at most uh, that... The, these three sightings, these three appearances of Jesus would have would have happened. Right? Yeah, that's what I. Right. Right. So if if again if this is before the day of Pentecost when they received the Holy Spirit, then. Um, then maybe, uh, then I would assume that that's, you know, before he ascended. Um, yeah. We've seen all through here that every time they got distressed or tired or needed to discuss something, even Jesus himself, they would go out on the sea to do that. And so a lot has taken place and I just can't even begin to imagine them trying to unravel it all. Right. Oh, yeah. I could see going out on the sea just to try to unravel all that has taken place because that's their practice. That's that's their habit. Right. Okay. Yeah. Boyd. And this might be the answer 
Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. Don't get ahead of us here. Let's go ahead and read it because I think that's that's our next step. So let's stand and read the rest of the chapter here. See if this uh, furthers the discussion at all. Okay, so starting in verse 15. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Peter turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. This was the one who had leaned back against Jesus at supper and had said, Lord, who is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he asked, Lord, what about him? Jesus answered, If I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. Because of this, the rumor spread among the believers that this disciple would not die. But Jesus did not say that he would not die. He only said, If I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies to these things and who wrote them down. We know that his testimony is true. Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. Okay, you can be seated. And for the next five minutes, only people who have not made a comment before tonight. Uh, yeah, can make a comment. Okay, so what did you notice? Yeah, Deborah. Good, good. So the comparison there between Peter denying Jesus three times and now he's affirming his love for Jesus three times because Jesus is asking him these three questions. Um, What else did you notice about that? Um, Were there any other similarities between the denials and now the questions from Jesus? I think, Ruth, you pointed out that um, when they got to shore, they saw a 
charcoal fire. You know that is mentioned one other time in the New Testament. No, in the New Testament, in in John chapter 18, verse 18, when Jesus has been arrested, there is, what was that, Dorothy? I see you, your lips moving, but you're not. Exactly. So there was a charcoal fire that Peter was sitting by. When they asked him if he was one of Jesus' followers, and three times sitting by a charcoal fire, he was questioned, and he said, no, I don't know that man. Any Anything else? Boyd, you made a comment. I'll come back to you. Brenda? No. Certainly, yeah. Yeah, it, w- it wasn't until the third question, too, that Jesus asks him that he's grieved. Why do you think on the third question he's grieved? Beth? That triggered his memory of his denial. Good. Okay, so let me ask... You guys have not made a comment in this question. So Jesus says, when he when Simon comes up after eating, he says, Simon, do you love me more than these? These what? Anybody want to hazard a guess at what these are? Okay. Right. So it could be more than the fish. Do you love me more than these fish? Um, what else could you, how else could you finish the sentence? Bob? Do you love me more than you love these disciples? Okay. There's a third way that's a little bit different. Anybody else? Bob, what do you think? Right. Do you love me more than these disciples love me? Right? So, those are three options. Anybody think one of those makes more sense or makes less sense than the others? Emery? Okay, good. Yeah. Other thoughts? Ryan? He's going back to what he said in the garden that if everyone else falls away, I will not be saying, I love you more. I love you more than these two. Okay, so yeah, I, maybe he's affirming, I, lo- I do love you more than those that fell away. Okay, yeah. Bob? Okay, good. If that's, then, 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 then prove it, right? If that's true, then prove it. Alright, anybody else? Our three, our five minutes is up. Mindy?
Good, good. So he's definitely saying um, he's not as adamant and um, uh, dogmatic as he was before. Now he's saying, you know that I love you. Yeah, I know. Right, yep. It's the, he's asking him, do you adopt me? Do you love me enough now mm-hmm. to die for me? Yes. He knows he died for him. Yep. And he's, Peter comes back and says, you know, I phileo you, the brotherly love, the in, individual love. Peter hasn't reached that yet. Okay, okay. So. Okay. Right. So I have heard that a lot. And actually, um, Max did a sermon and his, the point of his sermon was he backtracked on the, the, the Greek words there. And his point, um, there are lots of times where phileo and agape are used completely interchangeably. Um, so I, I don't know if there's anything to the Greek words. I know um, I was listening to Brent Kerchival and he he said that he's preached sermons on the difference. But when you step back and look at how that word is used, and we won't take the time to do that tonight. But um, there is a sermon that I'm sure uh, the Woodsit Tech um, uh, gurus can pull up for you. Max preached a sermon on this passage um, and the idea that maybe the Greek words have something to do with it. And his conclusion was probably not. Yeah, Luke? For sheep and lamb, yeah. Good, good, yeah. Yeah, so if we're going to make a big deal about the agape versus phileo, which is different, then we probably should take into account that he says feed and tend and sheep and lamb. Is there anything to those being different? Um, so we can, we should, we should study that more. And um, yeah, Vicki? So Boyd, um, and here's where I am. I tend to think, and I didn't think I'd never had this thought before I was studying for this, but I, the, the thing that makes the most sense to me is that he's saying, do you love me more than these fish? Because I don't think they were supposed to be fishing. He had called them and said, Hey, I'm, I'm, you're no longer going to fish for fish anymore. I'm going to make you fishers of men. Boy, what do you think? Right. Right. He had already said, um, when they were arguing about who was the greatest, he got down and washed their feet. 
And so I don't think Jesus would have tried to play anything to make them have more rivalry about who loves and who's the better servant, who's the better disciple. Um, They were arguing over that and Jesus said he didn't want them arguing over that. So I think I kind of tend to think that's probably not what he's trying to do. It's like, hey, who loves me the most? Let's let's vote. It was a 11 way tie for first. Sorry, that was a bad joke. Um, other thoughts? Yeah, Beth? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe, uh, maybe this is a bit of a reset. Like I found you and you were out fishing. I taught you all these things. I, I revealed myself to you specifically. I don't want you to go back to fishing. Now I want you to transition to something greater. Ryan, you have a thought? So I'm struggling with it because I, okay. I really don't want Right. It was almost as if he sacrificed that for a little while, like put himself out to not be a tent maker for the benefit of those people. Um, so, at some level, I see Jesus saying, "Do you love me more than being this earthly thing? You know, like can, can I be elevated above that?" Um, but man, I have a hard time giving away. Yeah, sure. And I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think that he's giving away the human condition. Um, but rather he's like, when they show up, he's got food there. He's the, he's the source of food. He still asks them to bring more fish, right? Um, why would he ask Peter to go back to the boat and grab some fish? Um, I wonder if maybe he's saying, hey, not necessarily, hey, I don't want you providing for yourself, but rather um, the Messiah has come and risen from the dead. Now, I don't want you to just go back to what you were doing before. I want you to focus on the kingdom. Um, I don't know, but I think I think it's, I think it's good that we kind of chew on this. Jesse and then Robin.
Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it could be uh, instead of a uh, correction, a restoration. Because the last thing, that, the last time we saw Peter, what had he done? He had he had forsaken Jesus, and he knew it. And so I wonder if Peter's like. I failed. I obviously was not a good disciple. I didn't become like the master. I guess I'm just cut out to be a fisherman. I'm going to go fish. That's what I know. That's what I'm going to do. And Jesus instead pulls him and says, wait a minute. Do you love me more than even your livelihood? Do you love me more than that? You do. You know that. And Peter knows Jesus is aware of his love. So this is a restoration of Peter and say, hey, I've got bigger plans for you still. Even though you denied me, I've got bigger plans for you than to go back to just the life of a fisherman. Um, you're still one of my disciples, Robin, and then we'll come over here. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He wasn't asking those questions because he didn't know. He was asking those questions. The same reason we we dedicate ourselves to prayer, not because Jesus doesn't know what we're thinking, but because we need to check our own heart and we need to constantly reassure our own motives and our own heart. And we do that when we talk to the Father. And here Jesus is asking those questions. Boy. The same thing he called him the last time he was fishing, right? Hey, Simon, do you love me? You're no longer Simon, you're Peter, right? I don't know. Yeah, thoughts? Yes. Good. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, Jesus is reminding him that there's a way that he wants Peter to glorify God. Raymond? Right? 
Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The 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 teacher and his disciples, and uh, if you didn't hear Raymond, he he said it was God's will that they didn't catch anything all night, just as much as it was God's will that they filled their net when they took the next cast. Um, let's see, Emery, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, there was some sifting that was going on, right? Right? Oh, I don't know. If, if they did, they'll raise it again. Oh, Alan. Good, good, yeah. Don't quit. Get back into the sheep tending business. Very good, right? Feel free to skip this question, but I'm interested about 153. Why 153? Uh, does anybody know any good gematria on 153? And if you know what gematria is, see me afterwards. Jesse. Yep, I'm going back to Luke's uh, evidences class. This is one of those like, you know, seared into their minds moments. They will always remember there are 153 sheep. It's like there are 153, oh, fish, not sheep. 153 fish or sheep. Right, Raymond? Yeah, I think this means that there were 153 fish. Yeah, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I even the the Jewish rabbi, uh, Jews for Jesus rabbi guy that I listened to was like, it's 153 sheep, fish, 153 fish or sheep. Keeps coming out that way. Spirit's trying to get me to say sheep, or some spirit is. Um, okay, let, let's, uh, so I, I love that discussion. Um, like I said, I had never thought of that, meaning the fish, but there are so many things that I wonder if this is the restoration of Peter pointing him back saying, whoa, 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 whoa. bringing him back in and saying, I've still got plans for you. In fact, what was his plan in the end that he reveals about Peter? Let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, Alan? That someone's going to leave him where he doesn't want to go. I think that's signifying the death that Peter would have. And, uh, you know, the whole point of that 
Good, good. Yep. Caitlin? Good, yeah. It ends it, the same interaction in, or the similar uh, interaction here at the end of things is follow me. Good. Other thoughts? Yeah, boy. So, so good. Yeah, the way Jesus approached this interaction and this restoration, I, I would have said, I told you so, didn't I? You remember the, the rooster? Told you, right? But no, Jesus restores him. Right? Yeah, could have turned out differently. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Peter could have ended up like Judas and felt like a failure and realized his guilt for denying Jesus and but for the grace of Jesus. Peter was brought back, right? Beth? Right. Yeah, very good. Yes. Bringing it back to his, the commandment. To love one another. And he's reiterating that to Peter. You still have a job to do. You still need to feed my sheep. Did you notice um, what he said about... uh, When he said... People are going to lead you to somewhere you don't want to go. And you're going to spread your hands out. Indicating the death. Um, Indicating the death that Peter would do what? Would glorify God. Not suffer, not this is how Peter's going to suffer, how Peter is going to be assassinated, not how you're going to glorify God, right? Remember John chapter 9, the, the boy born blind, and they said, who sinned? And Jesus said, oh, this is not anyone's sin. This happened so that God might be glorified. 
right? And same thing, Peter, this is going to happen to Peter, and that's going to glorify God. Yeah, Jesse? Yeah. You're not going to be, you're not going to tie up your clothes and go where you want to go. You're going to be tied up and led where you don't want to go. Micah? Just just looking at the fact that they're going to carry him where he did not wish to go. At what point did Jesus do his own will? At no point. He was always doing the will of the Father. So the reason that this is going to glorify God is because it's not going to be Peter. It's going to be not be Simon Peter's will. Right. Good. Good. Yeah. And as Jesus said, um, you should expect what expect to have done to you what they what they're going to do to me and what they've done to me, and that Jesus said would glorify God, and it will for for Simon Peter as well. Other other thoughts about uh, this chapter? Yeah, Boyd. Okay, it's everybody's last time, I think. Right. Yeah that 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 was interesting. That um, John he Peter turns to John, and I'm I'm not sure what do you guys think about why he acknowledged. The other disciple, um, and w- what are your thoughts? What's Peter's motive? What's he asking there? What's he wanting to know? Jesse? Yeah, or I was thinking he was fishing too, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I don't, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Yeah, right. But we didn't have the same story about John denying Jesus. And right. Forgiven, and I just wonder if there was something there, like this guy never, he never ran away from you. So what about him? Yeah. Is he somehow superior? Right. Well, I think he did. He did run though, right? Because he's. He left his cloak, right, and fled without even his his outer garment on, right. So, um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's pointing out or just asking about that either. Right. Yeah. Right. So it sounds like it's a question about the death. 
Yeah, yeah. And again, Peter's comparing himself to the other apostles, right? And that's something that wasn't really uh, desired. Is there a hand over here? Alan? Okay. Yeah, you follow me. Don't worry about him. Yeah. Good. Raymond? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, still, still a discussion of the flesh and comparison and things on earth, right? Good. Other last minute thoughts. All right. Well, that concludes the Gospel of John. Thank you so much for all your comments, um, and especially those that uh, stepped out and commented tonight for the for the first time, perhaps. Thank you.